Well, hello there, my friend. My name is Reverend Dorothy Wellington, and I'm going to be talking to you today because God has appointed this time for me and you to come together. And it's called Miracle Prayer Sunday. And uh, God had been impressed in my heart a month ago that people need miracles. There's too many impossibilities that people are facing in this day and age, and they need him. God is saying they need me, and they need to know that my hand does work miracles. But it's one thing you need. He says it's going to take a step of faith. What is that step of faith? I could be thousands of miles away from you, or I could be just 25 miles from you. But on the Internet, how can you get miracles? Just like Jesus did. People just came and asked him, and when they asked, that was a step of faith. Because God says it's impossible to please God without faith. And he never puts anything uh, for you cannot do a step of faith. So now your step of faith is to put in the comments, if you have a special prayer request for a miracle, something that's impossible to make possible, I'll be praying for you at the end. Well, again, hello, Justin. Hi there, Justin. Glad to join me uh, this morning. Well, as I told you, my name is Reverend Dorothy Wellington, and I teach people to know God, to love God, and to live in his power. I couldn't have made it at my age right now without the power of God and knowing and loving him. Well, today I'm going to teach you even more how to get healing in your life and how to get miracles, how to get a miracle. And the title is to love yourself into healing and miracles. Hello, Janice. God bless you this morning. Can you imagine that? Now I'm telling you, it's just, it's not that hard, but to love yourself into healing and miracles. And hi there, Khalif. Thank you for joining me. You guys are coming in right at the beginning of this teaching. And also Deborah. Hi there, Debbie. You know what? It's hard to get something good out of something you hate. I was a counselor. I had my own private counseling agency. And hello there, Alex. God bless you this morning. For 15 years, and one of the things especially has to do with single women, and you know, they were talking about the father and the, the other children and didn't give child support and how they were hurt and had legitimate reasons for being hurt. But I had to tell them one day, you can't get something good out of something you hate. So you can't keep... <clears throat> excuse me, hating the father, and then you want to get child support, regular monthly child support from him. So I'm looking at this too with yourself as far as getting healing. If you hate your body, you can't, it's, it's more difficult to get healing. How are you going to get something good out of something that you hate? Sometimes our biggest hindrance in getting miracles for our physical body, for our mental state of mind, for uh, situations that are very difficult and we have a hard time getting through them. Sometimes our biggest hindrance is ourselves from not loving ourselves enough for the miraculous, where we're deserving. We, we just love this body of ours from head to toe so much that we just know we deserve healing and complete, full healing. So where we're healthy all the time. Now, I'm going to talk about loving yourself but you never love yourself or anyone more than God. But under God, as far as loving God first, 
then the first love is yourself. Is to love yourself. But look what Jesus said. Jesus said we are to love our neighbors as who? We are to love our neighbors as who? Ourselves. So Jesus is trying to tell you if you don't have love for yourself, it's going to be difficult for you, for you to truly give love out to others. Even those partners, love partners you have, spouses, girlfriends, boyfriends, children. When you don't love yourself, it's harder to truly love someone else. And that's what Jesus is saying. You need to love yourself as your neighbor. Without loving yourself, you will continue to ignore those things that bring out the best in you. Well, you can do this, you can do that. And you keep putting those things off because it's, it's going to help you to grow, to be better. And those are things we put off. How many times have we put off um, healthy eating habits or changing our, our sleeping and changing, coming, living without stress? All of that to help us to do better. And we pull those things off. So we have a tendency when we don't love ourselves, we don't give the best to ourselves that we can get there. One of the reasons I love my Just God Academy, I teach every month. And God has blessed us to be at a Denny's restaurant. And you can go on my website and simply DorothyWellingtonMinistries.com and you can learn more about the Just God Academy. But that's what I teach there. I teach you God life skills, spiritual life skills, things that lead you to health and healing, things that will have your mind to be at peace. And God bless you, June for joining me also this morning. Thank you so much, June. But that's what I teach because God, I know God wants you to live in peace, love, and joy every single day, no matter if you're up, no matter if you're down. That's the will of God. But sometimes we need to learn some things. We need to learn some things more about God. So in my Just God Academy, we have a meal and I teach something about God and how you can grow spiritually, spiritual maturity and in the knowledge and wisdom of God. Well, talking about self-love. Self-love has nothing to do with trying to get attention from others or being conceited or boastful. That's not self-love. That's greed and pride. And people sometimes say they're, uh, they're involved with self-loving themselves, but really just to get attention on themselves. That's not the love God is talking. That's not the love God is talking about. To self-love, to love yourself means that you fully accept, accept who you are with respect and value, with respect and value, that you are happy, just happy being you. Can you imagine that? How happy are you for just being you? Do you have to do something to make yourself happy with being uh, loving and accepting towards you. Now, you shouldn't have to do things to make yourself happy. You should have that internal belief with your self-esteem that you are happy just being yourself. I wake up in the morning, thank you, Lord, thank you, God. And I have such a joy when I wake up. So I'm so happy being me and who God is in me that I just know starting out in the morning, no matter what I face, it's going to be okay. It's not based on the things, but it's based on who I believe and that I am. And I am a very good person. How can I say that? Because in the beginning, in the book of Genesis, if you kind of go back there in the Old Testament, God said, 
after he created everything, he said, it's very good. The trees are very good. Oh, and the flowers are just beautiful. They're very good. Our animal kingdom is very good. Our sun is very good. And you know what else fits into that very good that God says all that he had created? He kind of sit back and looked and said, you are very good. You are very good. That's how God believes you, that you are very good. Now, sometimes how did that, that division, I'm, I got this part that's good of me, I got that part that's bad of me. God don't want you split like that. Like I said, you need to accept fully your whole being as being very good. That doesn't mean we don't have things we need to improve on. But the bottom line is you need to accept yourself wholly that you are very good. That was the attitude and belief of God when you were born, when you were created, and you came down here, down here on earth. But how do those labels, how did that division happen? Well, it happens after birth. It happens after birth. When children are nurtured and they receive their needs being met, they think they've got a good mommy and daddy. When their needs are not being met, kids tend to grow up thinking, I don't have a good mom and daddy. And what happens is with that belief, they start believing, if they, don't, if they believe that they don't have a good mommy and a daddy, well, the problem is with me. I'm really not a good child. I can't grow up to be a big person. That division comes to them that there's a good part of me, there's a bad part of me, but God is saying we need to see ourselves as whole, as just as a whole being, being very good uh, in the way that he created us. So later, that's reinforced too. Remember, it starts in the home, how you see your mommy and how you see your daddy. And if your needs were met or if they were unmet, you could be thinking, well, I'm a bad person. And guess what? Here comes the reinforcements. Sometimes with your siblings, their name calling you. And most times it's jokingly, but they still bring negativity upon you. But because you've already started seeing yourself, this part of me is good, that part of me is bad. Those siblings, the cousins, they reinforce that and start uh, calling you ugly nicknames. Like I said, Usually kids don't, especially your brothers, they don't mean anything because you already have that mindset twirling over in your head. It reinforces the negativity that you feel about yourself. Then you start going to school. Then there's the bullies on the playground. And then there's your peers, especially doing, going through your teenage years. Your peers bring reinforcement to that negative part that you started seeing of yourself when you was just uh, two or three years old. Society, religion, yeah. Religions can help reinforce that negative part of you and thinking that you are bad. Yeah, sometimes religions are not all supportive of all people, but God is. So don't ever let a religion or any type of faith uh, put you down as being complete and whole and being very good. You could have spent 15 years in prison and God is saying, yeah, you missed the mark, but you're still a very good person that I created. See, being very good is not what you do. It's how God sees you as being respected and valued. And that's what God wants to see of you. Because so many times we, we carry our past 
as part of our belief system. And those things that we miss, we equate with our self-esteem. Separate that. Yeah, I did that wrong. It don't make me no bad person. I did that wrong. I was misled over here. I was misled, but it does not make me a bad person because God said I was very good. I was very good. So in order to have that first love, after you love God, the next person you want to fully love, respect, and accept is yourself. You cannot be accepting and loving with thoughts and beliefs about yourself as being bad or blaming yourself with condemnation, judgments, and criticisms. That is not loving yourself. So today, I'm asking you to, to undo some of those negative attitudes and belief and division that you had. This is good of me. This is bad of me. Now, you may have heard this verse before. It's in Philippians 4, 8. But I think you probably associated with things or other people, but not of yourself. Listen to these words. God says, finally, brothers, whatever, think on these things, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And now, hello there, Manuel. And now what I'm telling you, that's all you need to think about yourself, yourself. Use this as a guide. Well, Dorothy, how am I supposed to have self-love? How am I supposed to think about myself? <laughs> you need to think of yourself as being true, true to the word of God that he said all that he created was very good. And that includes me. It includes you. Think on these things about yourself that are right, that are pure, that are lovely, that are admirable. Yeah, you're an admirable person. You're an excellent person and you are praiseworthy. You're praiseworthy to wake up every morning and think that you're the best thing that happened on this side of the Mississippi. Yeah, you are just that praiseworthy. And this attitude, this belief, these thoughts puts you in alignment with how God feels about you, his love about you. And you are very good as total and whole not divided in pieces. Now I wrote, I, I'm an author and I, and I write and one, I used to write a lot of newsletters and I used to, and I, anyway, I have a, a kind of like a volume one that I compiled and what I did in praying about what to share with you this morning, that this is the, the lesson or the teaching that God gave me. Because I teach a little bit before I pray for miracles for you. And so I'm going to uh, go through these. I've got 10 little um, tips here. Help in loving you. Help in loving you to get to miracles and healing. Because sometimes our healing is stunning. Miracles are stunning. Because again, we're trying to get something good out of something we hate. So one of the first thing you're going to do is clean up the love life you have about yourself, about yourself. One, stop making statements that lower your self-worth. Stop saying ugly things about yourself. Just stop it. Don't say ugly things about yourself. Number two, accept accomplishments from others. Uh, stop trying to reason yourself out of a compliment. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a great thing you did. Oh, not really. You know, it was it was nothing. 
No, you're reasoning yourself out of a compliment. And a lot of times God sends people right in our pathway when we're not feeling our greatest. God gives a person to tell you, you look beautiful today. You're the most handsome man this side of the Mississippi. You did a marvelous work. You did a great task. You even washed and cleaned up the kitchen very well. And you might be saying, no, nah, it was okay. It was nothing. And you're reasoning yourself out of good news about yourself. So just instead say thank you or I'm happy you feel that way about what I did. Number three, share your loving feelings that you have for others. Share your loving feelings that you have for, I care about you. I'm so happy to see you today. Because remember Jesus said to love your neighbors as yourself. So if you can't give compliments to your own self, it's more difficult for you to give compliments to others. And this uh, little tip is saying, challenge yourself. Give other people good compliments too. Well, that's a reflection on who you are. Number four, treat yourself to things that you want. You see something in the store, a restaurant, or a meal that you want, treat yourself because you're just that praiseworthy to bless yourself. Bless yourself. Outlaw self-denial unless it's necessary. You know, if it's something that's outside your budget, no, I'll plan for that. I'll save up for that. But don't, but don't uh, outlaw good things for yourself because you're thinking, oh, I don't really need that. I can really do without that. No. Sometimes you have to budget it in what you want, but at least budget it in. But don't, don't uh, have self-denial on the things that makes you happy. Number five, after a tiring day or a large meal, take a brief nap or jog or go for a jog in the park or in your neighborhood, uh, even if you have many things to do. See, again, we put off the things that can help us to stay healed, that can help us from, from becoming sick. Sometimes we need to take a nap a day. Sometimes we need to take physical exercise. We need to go jogging. Join the YMCA or the WM, what is it? Uh, the women or the men's uh, WCA, boys and girls, whatever it is, a fitness center down the street, whatever it takes, put yourself first. Have some self-love about yourself, but do it. Even though you have many things, well, I got to go to work, or I got the kids, I got the grandkids, whatever it is, even though you have many things to do, put yourself first. It will help you to feel 100% better and and really, it's a lot of prevention when we put ourselves first and take care of ourselves because it can, it can detour a lot of illnesses and diseases that may be coming our way. Number six, join an organization or sign up for an activity that you like, that you enjoy. Sometimes we spend a lot of our lives as young adults and older adults helping others and helping family members. But here it says, do something or an activity come up with a hobby. You know, I have a, a lady that comes to my Just Thought Academy and she's making jewelry right now. Why? Because she not just loves doing it, but she's making jewelry. Do something, an activity that makes you happy. Number seven, eliminate jealousy by recognizing that it's a put down of yourself. You are measuring your own merit in comparison to another. So don't compare yourself to other people. You can say, I, I did that better than I did yesterday without having to prepare yourself and open the door up for jealousy 
of what other people do. Other people is not your value, uh, not your uh, value, not your measuring stick to how valuable and important you are. Well, that person got an A and I got a B, so I'm going to try to get an A like that person. No, you don't measure yourself for other, another person. You know what? You could have got a, a C last year, but you got a B. That's measuring you in your own value, in your own self-esteem, and in your own accomplishments without being jealous or envious of somebody else. Number eight, here it goes along with that. Stop equating your performance and anything with your own self-worth. You may not like the way you performed this or that task, but that doesn't mean that you are without worth. And sometimes we look at our tasks or we got people that's, well, I only have a minimum wage job. I don't have a job that's making $100,000 a year. No, that's not your value. That has to do with work. That has to do with the company you're with. That has to do with what salaries they have made. But it does not have to do whether you are working a $100,000 job or whether you are working minimum wage. You are still valuable. You are still important. You are still true. You are still praiseworthy. It's not by how much money you make. Okay, number nine. Accept yourself without complaint. Love yourself at all times. But you know why I say that? Because God never stopped loving you. Again, if you've been in prison, God never stopped loving you. Yeah, he wasn't happy with the decision you made that got you into prison, but he never stopped loving you. If you've been through divorce or divorces or failed partnership and relationships, that was failed relationships. It doesn't have to do anything about your value. Now you can learn more about couple relationships, and that's a good thing, but it has nothing to do with the value that you have about yourself. God loves you at all times. You can say, well, God loves little children. He loves the little two-year-old. He loves that little baby that was just born. I'm 20, I'm 30, I'm 50, I'm six. He doesn't really love me like he loves a little. Nah, uh -uh, that's not true. God loves you. You know, oh, I love little babies. But you know what? God doesn't see, I just love the little babies, but I, I have three-fourths love for the adults or the senior citizen. No, he loves us all equally, no matter what age we are. God says, I love you all the time, all the time. So love yourself like God loves you all the time. Whether you do things that are right, you make wrong decisions, but still keep on loving yourself, having that value and that high self-esteem. And the last one, number 10, I say here, life is a celebration of being. And I teach uh, workshops on uh, grief and loss. And one of the last things that I say when we've lost someone that's been so close to us in that void, that nothing really can ever fill that void or that hole that's in your heart but you can still yet celebrate life. So life is a celebration of being. Being you. Life is a celebration of being, and that's being yourself. You are magnificent. You are magnificent. And just who you are. So if you've been thinking, oh, I'm down on myself about this, I'm down on myself about that, be down on the failure, but not on who you are. Because you're valuable, you're important. God has said in Genesis, everything I created was very good. 
and you came to earth. You were born in earth from heaven. Yeah, you were in heaven first. And God said, okay, it's time for you to be born. So I'm going to let you come on down to earth. And so God said, you're very good. So don't disappoint God by belittling yourself because I'm telling you, it will keep you from healing. <laughs> it will keep you from divine healing. It will keep you from the working of miracles, the miraculous in your life. It will be a hindrance to you uh, getting those things that you really do desire and those things that just make you happy. There's some things that we need, and there's just some things out of pure desire. Do I need that? Well, no, I could do without it. But I desire to have those. I desire to have those. So I haven't seen uh, a prayer request come up on the screen this morning. And remember, this is Miracle Prayer Sunday. Miracle Prayer Sunday. I will be back uh, recording live on Facebook next Sunday at 10 o'clock. And if I'm not, I'll let you know. But in the meantime, I want you to have a very, very blessed week. And um, all information about uh, my ministry is on the website. I also asked this morning if anyone would have an um, uh, a offering they would like to give and to bless my ministry. And Khalif says, dynamic yet simple principles. Thank you, Miss Dorothy. <laughs> yes, yes, Khalif, that's what I am. I say this way sometimes. I'm simplicity with profound wisdom. And that wisdom comes from God. That's why I say I just teach people to know God, to love God, and live in his power. So thank you, Khalif. That, that's a blessing to me. But that's who I believe that I am. Really simplistic, but with profound wisdom uh, from God for daily living. It's God's spiritual living skills to people to grow in spirituality and to uh, master against those hard problems that can t come up against us. But yeah. Think about an offering, and I would, it's always needed because I'm always trying to grow. And it's to any amount you'd like to give. It's on my website. There's a donate information right there. And God bless you all, and have a great, a wonderful week. And I want to say, I love you. Remember, I love you. But also remember, God loves you so much more. Thank you, and God bless you. Bye-bye.